Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarcasm Speaks, Jared and Bob. Uh, I guess at the at the start, I want to remind everyone what we talked about actually at the end of the last episode that the uh, weekly NFL Pick'em uh, is live and it's back on. Uh, we're running it again through Pool Host, um, not to be confused with Albert Pujols, uh, the Pool Host website. Um, if you want in, it's $6 a week. Uh, there's no commitment, right? You can play however many weeks you want. You don't have to play every week. You can only play here and there. Uh, or you can just pay 108 bucks for the entire season and you're covered. And then you just have to remember to make your picks every week. Um, so want to throw that out there again, right? We had, I think, so I went, I logged back into pool host and I saw there were 26 active people. So throughout the season last year, we had 26 people that were in it, um, at various times, right? Not every week had all 26, but, um, uh, like you said, in the last episode, I think 25 was the highest we had in one week. So you're looking at, what is that? 250 bucks for you in the week, right? 25 no. times $5. It's 125 bucks. Yeah. You cut not, that in half. Not, that Yeah. Not, not 250 at all. Yeah. That 250, you're going to cut that number in half. Yeah. That's 125. Um, I doubled the math. I don't Take know, 125, so. double it. Okay. Now cut it in half. That's how yep, much you get. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's common core math there. That's the, that's new math. Yeah, take that number times it by two. Now divide it by two. All right. That's your answer. Good. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, you could win yourself 125 bucks, uh, if you win, you know, we get all 25 and then also the more people you tell it's, it's open to the public, right? All you need is the link to sign up. Um, which do you, do you have that link? Do I have the ability to share the link? Um, I can probably search my old texts and find it, but because I tried to share it to uh, Neil and Eric. Shout out to Eric, friend of the show. Um, Weren't they both in it last year? Yeah, but okay, I just so sent them like fine, the website, cause... like poolhost.com, and then they just logged in themselves. Yeah, right, but like they, if someone they knew, find it. No, oh, no, no, they did. Oh, okay, okay, but like okay. if someone new wants to join, I just don't know like the new joiner link versus like, hey, go to www.poolhost.com. Um, so yeah, it's, um, six bucks a week, right? $5 goes to the weekly pool. $1 goes to the season long. Uh, so obviously there are two different kinds of payouts, right? Someone wins every week. Uh, however many people are entered that week, that's the prize money you get. Uh, and then for the season long, whoever has the best record at the end of the season, uh, they win the season long pool. So last year. I think I won two weeks or three. I don't really remember. I know I won at least two weeks. Um, and then I also won the season long. So I made out uh, like a bandit, as the saying goes. Um, so we'll see if I can keep that up this year. But again, it is it is up. It's live. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, wherever you are, uh, you can join. So just let us know, right? Get in touch with us, whether it's in the YouTube comments underneath or, you know, Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod, Twitter, or sarcasm underscore speaks. Those are probably the two best ways. That's what we monitor the most. Um, 
let us know and we will get you the information to get signed up, right? We'll get you the link, like the new sign up link. We'll get you the password. We'll also tell you like the Venmo name to send the money to and things like that. So, um, you know, we'll get you all of that information uh, as needed. So uh, should be another good year. We'll see. We'll see if we can get even more people. So Neil already paid me. He just sent me a Venmo for the season. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll just flip it over to Bob. So <laughs> um, I think he paid me directly last year. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. Uh, maybe. But, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Who, who knows? What's the, what's the thing, too? I'm like, because uh, I'll send more reminders as we get closer, because obviously I sent the first one. But it's like a lot of these people email or Venmo me, like not all the time, but like they right. have emailed or Venmoed me in the past. Like someone's going to ask it's, it's like Spencer with the link. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, just, just uh, send me the link. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I'm not that I think. Yep. Yep. I'll just send it along. Cause yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, I, I, Oh, you've, you've sent me a Venmo before. And then it's like instantly in their brain shuts off. Like, okay, well clearly they don't want that money that badly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes with anything. Yeah. So, oh, that's the other thing. The picks are against the spread, right? Um, and it is Sunday games only, right? Monday. Well, uh, we Sunday, include Monday. Monday night as a all no, Monday. The, also. The Monday night. So the Monday night, it's Sunday and Monday. Yep. Um, a couple of those odd weeks. I want to say more games are included. Like There's I want to say Saturday games. Yeah. And I, I want to say Thanksgiving giving games for some reason get lumped in okay um i could be making that up i don't really remember um yeah so yeah, it's, later, it's, later in the season it's sunday monday and then if there we are do have saturdays. saturday games yeah uh, the it could be football a, wraps up yeah i'm gonna I, again i try to like keep track of all that shit and like keep track of london games and germany games and whatever the fuck right right um so, I mean, like, I try to do my best to remind everybody, but, you know, I can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only one. I'm only one man. <laughs> so we got that. I'll start reminding people, but this is it. I mean, this is going to be, I would imagine, Thursday's episode. Because um, yesterday's episode that we already did came out today. This is, it's Monday. Today's Monday. If people are in, like, the time machine uh, trying to figure out where things are. So... When this episode comes out, it will be week one, right? The week one yeah, starts game tonight. It'll be game day for uh, D- Detroit and Kansas City. You're shitting me. Yeah, I already took the over. Over 54. That's, that's the opening game? Yeah. Yep. Why? Um, You know? Why? Because everyone loves Dan Campbell the way everyone loves Ed O. Like, is, yeah. is that what's happening? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, because let me see if I can just pull dude. The up Lions fucking suck. The Kansas City Chiefs schedule anyone, just to see any, like what anyone, teams they're playing. Any team, any team. Um, I don't give a fuck who. Yeah, they're playing the Eagles this year. You could rematch the Super Bowl in Week One. Well, they're probably saving that for like it's November twentieth. That's a random. That's probably a Monday night, if I had to guess. No, they're probably saving it for yeah, it is Sunday. At, they, it's a Monday night game. Monday night game is the Eagles at the Chiefs. I was gonna say that stank of Fox at four twenty-five. Yeah, 
but they're playing the Bengals. So they're playing the Bengals on New Year's Eve. That would have been a good opener. They're playing the Bills on December 10th, which is a Sunday, which I would Oops. imagine. No, it's at 425. So they're playing the Bills on at Sunday at 430 on December 10th. They're playing the Eagles on Monday night, the November 20th. I mean, other than that, they kind of have some shitty opponents this year. Yeah, Lions, they're playing I, the NFC North, so like Lions, Bears, I, Vikings, I, Packers. I forget. I want to. I want to say the Sunday at four twenty-five is. Is that the most popular? It's not Monday night. Yeah, it could be the four twenty-five. I forget if it's more popular than Sunday night football. I for, I just can't remember. But like, the Lions. Stupid. Yeah. So I guess technically, if you want to whittle it down even more, it would have to also be a home game for the Chiefs, right? Because they do typically open with the Super yeah. Bowl champions at home. So that would take um that would nope. The Bills actually are still in the equation. Wow. So at home this year, the Chiefs are playing the Bengals, the Bills, the Eagles, even the Chargers. Like and they chose yeah, you know to what? open they up the season with the Lions. They never use divisional games. As the I know, opener. they typically don't do week one divisional games. But no, no, there's a lot of week one divisional games. Not the Thursday night opener. Oh, right, right. Divisional games. Because it's like it would take Green Bay out of the equation because they're at Green Bay. They're at New England, which I understand that New England isn't good. Right, we're Pats fans, but. It's the draw. It's the market share, right? Like Pats fans are a big draw. It's like yeah, Dallas. Everyone's it's gonna... Dallas and New England are the two bit most popular teams in the country. But that wouldn't work anyway because yeah. we're home. We're we're at New England, yeah, right? So you can take it them also, off. It also doesn't. The draw is less important for week one, week week one opener because everyone's gonna watch that game. Right. Right. In Detroit for lack of organizational success, they do have a fan base. So it's yeah. it's not like they're playing the Texans. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It just seems like a big swing and a miss to me to give it to the Lions. When yeah, you I, don't, have I don't get that one. Eagles, Bills, and Bengals are all choices that you could have opened up the season. You know, and it's like, I'm trying to think like if, so if I was scheduling czar or like, NFL TV broadcast coordinate with scheduling czar. The more I think about it, I actually guess it makes sense to throw a fucking kind of a stinker out there week one because every, like I said, you don't have to, everyone's going to listen. Yeah. But week, week two Thursday, or I guess that's not even fair, but like, yeah. Then like the Sunday night football matchups, you probably want those to be a little bit stronger. Because people will watch them if they're good games, and then I don't. If they're shitty games, I don't know if people watch. And yeah. then Monday night always sucks, but it's the only game on, so everyone watches it. I'm curious to see if there's a way that I can pull up NFL Thursday night schedule, like only the Thursday night games, because well, those are they, all going to be on Amazon this year. And I also think they may have introduced the flex for those games for Thursday nights, which. Could get I, interesting. Well, I think that's going to be like a break glass in case of emergency. Wow. Okay. So out of the gate, I... They're awful. No. No, they're not. What? Why? 
They're usually so, terrible. Every obviously, single year, week, week one, we know, right? So yeah. I, I wonder if this has something to do with the deal with Amazon. Like, I wonder if Amazon stepped in and was like, if we're going to give us Jags this, and Titans, if you're going to give us all, if we're going to give you all of this fucking money for a deal, you're not going to give us Jags and Titans and fucking, you know, Giants, Bears, right? So Jags, Titans was like a Thursday night staple for like three yeah. straight years. So week one, we know the matchup, right? Week two is Vikings at Eagles. That's a good matchup. That's a good game. Minnesota at Philly. Uh, we'll see it. We'll see how good Minnesota is. Yeah, I mean their offense is good. Their defense is trash, but like it'll be a good game. I would rather watch Minnesota Philly than Houston Jacksonville. Uh so then week 3, you have the Giants at San Francisco. That I think is going to be a good game, right? Um two teams that like should be pretty decent. Uh San Francisco obviously has a, always has injuries. The Giants Played very well last year. Um, yeah, they dealt with their own injuries, right? But they, like every single Ryan, year, all of their receivers. Brian Dable seems like he might be a pretty legit coach. Like that's a good game. Like as far again, I'm setting the bar as a typical Thursday night football game here, right? I'm not saying like is this a great football game to watch? It's oh yeah, well, as far as have... Thursday night football goes. Then in week four, you have Detroit at Green Bay. That's another good game. Like they're division rivals. Like they both teams, you know, Green Bay's on the come down, Detroit's on the come up. Could Jordan Love be good? Maybe. We don't know. Right. Like we'll, we'll see. Like that's, that's a decent Thursday night game. Then week five, we get the goofy traditional Thursday night game, Chicago at Washington. So yeah, it takes until week five. One. It takes until week five to get a shitty game. Like well, that's a, I would say that's a shitty game. Week four, I'm not, I'm not as high on week four as you are. But um, I wouldn't say it's shitty. We don't know that yet. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see, right? Anything well, can happen. Because it, it really well, because we we just we don't know what the Packers are. Yeah. And we don't know what Jordan Love is. I think people are fairly comfortable with what the Lions are, and I don't know if I agree, and that's fine. Like, I don't like you don't have to agree with me. I'm not a fucking football analyst. I'm not nearly as high as a lot of people are. Um, again, like last year was like fun, but at times it's like they had the worst defense in the league and the best offense in the league. It's like yeah. that doesn't that shit doesn't work. Overs, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, unless you want the over. But then they adjust and figure it out, whatever. So then it does get, it gets better too, right? So third week six, you have Denver at Kansas city. It's a good game. Again, that's one of those Denver fucking Broncos. I know it's one of those like Russell Wilson might actually be cooked by then. It could be Jarrett Stidham by week uh, six. If Sean Payton can turn that team around, then you have something. Right. But if it's last year's Broncos, I got no use for that. Right. Right. So week seven is the Jaguars at the Saints. Solid game, right? Like no, it's not Saints like fuck. a the Derek Carr Saints. Fuck that. Uh, I think the Saints are going to win the division. That's not saying all that much. I know, but they're still probably the best team in the division. It again, that doesn't say that much. It's like being the what is it the uh, the smartest kid in the sped class or something? Pretty much. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's almost like by default. 
Yeah. Because they act so that's the thing is like I, I think Derek Carr sucks, but at least he is an NFL quarterback. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, solid, right? Yeah, Chris Olave, who could be who could end up being a stud. Um, we'll see what Calvin Ridley does when he comes back. He hasn't played in two years. Who knows? Week eight is Tampa Bay at Buffalo. That's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. Um, Ew. Buffalo might Buffalo might be like a 20 point favorite in that game, and that's probably not enough. Um week nine is Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Doesn't really Ew. do a ton for me. Oops. Uh we so we got a tough stretch from week eight through week ten, because then week ten is Carolina at Chicago. How also, does Chicago get two fucking Thursday games? Because they don't want to give them Sunday night games. That's it's their true. way of giving them a primetime game without putting them yeah. on Sunday or Monday. Um, then week 11, we get Cincinnati at Baltimore. That could potentially be the That's best Thursday night a Thursday game. night game of the year. Game of the year. Game of the year. Um, so that's week 11. Week 12, then, is Miami at the Jets. That's another great game. So we got back-to-back great games there for Thursday nights from week 11 and week 12. Um, and then week 13 is Seattle at Dallas. Oh, that's fine. Seattle's right. another team we'll fucking see. Yeah. I, and I'm well aware what they did last year, and I'm I am that's I'm, a fine game, right? Like I, I would watch that. Like I'm I'm probably not gonna tune in to Carolina Chicago on a Thursday night, but I would watch Seattle Dallas. Right. Like that's, I think that's fair. Like it's not great, but it's not a dog shit game. Um, then week 14, we have New England at Pittsburgh. That's fucking whatever. Fuck them. Fuck this team. Uh, and then we get the Chargers at Vegas. That's a good game. So Chargers Raiders. Then we close it out in week 16 and 17 with uh, New Orleans at the Rams. Which I mean, by that time, who hey, the fuck knows? No, we will fucking see. Like that's yeah. another one. We who knows? Who knows what those two teams will be by week sixteen? Um, and then week seventeen, the last one is the Jets at Cleveland. There's your classic Thursday night football matchup. I feel like the Jets and the Browns have played every Thursday night since Thursday night football has existed. Because <laughs> they did the, um, I think they did a color rush game. Once it was like the all greens versus the all browns, and everyone was like, Oh, look at this, this literal shit colored game. <laughs> so, I mean, all things considered, I don't think that's an awful lineup, right? There's some duds, right? There's some stinkers, but there's a lot of really good games that I don't think we would have had. I don't, I don't think in the past I've been able to look at the Thursday night football lineup and go, Wow, those are some good games. Be like, yep, this is shit. That sucks. This game might be okay. I probably won't watch this one. That's trash. This sucks. That blows. Right? Like these this year, we actually have some good games. Thursday they still fucking drop the ball with the opening with the Lions at the Chiefs, though. That's fucking stupid. So. 
yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, all right. So I got, uh, since, since this is coming out Thursday and we're kind of, I want to bring this up before we get, you know, a little out of date here. Um, but I think a lot of schools, well, I think especially around here, maybe a lot of schools started going back last week, which is kind of weird. It's like a more recent, it's like a COVID thing, like a post COVID thing. They go <clears> back say, for like two days. I want to say like back, the last five years. Yeah. They go back to school Wednesday, Thursday before Labor Day. And then they have Friday off and then the Monday off of Labor Day. So it's like they go back for two days. They have a four day break and then they go back to school like legitimately on the Tuesday after Labor Day. But um, because we love teachers right here on this show and they're real, the real heroes. heroes. Yeah. Um, I thought it was absolutely hilarious that because I'm, I don't know, I use the word friends loosely. I do have some actual friends, yes, that are teachers, right? But I I follow a lot of people on Instagram, right? I'm, I'm connected on social media with a lot of people that are teachers. And for the last week, all I've been seeing was, ugh, I have to go back to school. Uh, to be granted, uh, to be granted, to be fair, right? Or granted, don't combine those, use either one. Um, some of the posts were like positive, right? Like, oh, I'm excited for my new class or like pictures of their fucking classroom of all the girls that fucking decorate their class for the new year and all that shit. But like, most of the posts that I saw over the last week of people that are teachers are like, oh, another summer gone or farewell summer. Or, oh, it's back to work. Oh, I don't want to go back to work. Don't make me do it. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like all of this, like, woe is me. Like I have to go back to work type of thing. And it's like, are you, are you shitting me? No one's going to feel bad for you because everyone works generally year round. Everyone works all fucking year round. Exactly. Like we normal people don't get three months off for free in the middle of the year. Right. Like, like <laughs> there's no like you have to file for like a sabbatical or like take a leave of absence or none of that. Like, no, you just get three months off. Well, I guess, again, to be fair, it's more like two and a half. So. No one just gets two and a half months off for free in the middle well, of the year. The other thing is if you if you generally work five days a week, I understand like vacation time, blah, blah, blah. That's 260 days a year. Um, teach school is 180 days a year. Yeah. So yeah. 180 days. Yeah. So even if you don't work, you know, even if you do work normal Monday through Friday, job that's still 80 20, 80 more days and yep. i would imagine most places probably don't give you 80 days of pto that you can use throughout the year <laughs> because mm, unlikely that would be how many weeks is that 80 days 80 divided by more than, five more than 15 that's 16 that's 16 weeks of vacation i am certain that nobody anywhere in the entire world not even in your beloved fucking scandinavia do they get 16 weeks of vacation time and that and that does include no weekends correct correct and that's what you would need to equal what a teacher works but yeah it's really hard for them to go back to school 
Oh, so long summer. Oh, what a great summer. I really wish I made more money. Uh, maybe you should get a job that <laughs> maybe you should work 260 days, days out of the year. <laughs> like, I don't know. Which the other thing too on that is, and I know like we are a little bit different in the Northeast. Like we typically pay our teachers a little bit more than the rest of the country. But like, there's a <clears throat> lot of teachers in Massachusetts that make over $80,000 a year. Like a lot, not just like, oh, you know, you have to work. And it's not one of those things where like, oh, you have to work there for 25 years to make. Nope, doesn't take that long. Takes maybe 10 years, 10 to 12 years in some districts to hit six figures. So if you worked in one district for, let's call it, let's use the bigger number for 12 years and you make $100,000 a year and you only have to work 180 days a year. That's why teachers that have been working for 12-ish years, because that's about our graduating class. They're more like 10, 11, mm-hmm. or my, my graduating class, because you're you're two years behind me. <clears throat> but a lot of people in my graduating class, they're like 10, 11 years of teaching if they got a job right away and whatever. So, I mean, you know, they're probably, I would say that like there's a, there's a lucky few that are probably entering year 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. No, probably entering year 12. Um, not everyone that's the case. Like some people are more like gonna be more like eight or nine or whatever. And some people get the bullshit of like they get laid off every year just to get rehired, so they can't get tenure, the whole fucking thing. And yeah. I will say, like, as much as I shit on teachers, that shit is a fucking racket. That is absolute fucking bullshit. But yeah. um whatever. You ain't fixing that one. That's fucking yeah. for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. That or everyone's going to take a pay cut. It's whatever. Right, right. If, ev- if everyone gets tenure, then everyone gets paid less. That's how that'll work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so like I like I kind of like lo- kind of lost my train of thought. But yeah, so like people my graduating year, they're, they're like entering that. So if they were lucky enough to start right away, by the time they're 33 – they could be looking at 85 a year. Right. To work which, 180 days. Which I'm never going to like. Which is a great fucking deal, right? Like that's yeah. pretty solid. I mean, shout out to to Wilson, who was our high school anatomy teacher. Um, and at one point I, w- I went back. This is when I was working at my last job and I had a, I was mentoring a kid that went to Medford High. So I was talking to him at that point, And this was, I don't know, this was maybe like, maybe like five years ago. Um, and I was talking to him like just on the side casually. And it's funny, like talking to him as an adult, who's someone who's no longer a student, he's absolutely fucking hilarious, but he was like, yeah, he goes, I forget how long he said he'd been there. My, at that point, it might've been 10 years or 12 years or something like that. that. He goes, I've been here for, you know, X amount of years. He goes, I make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. He goes, why wouldn't you want to be the, uh, work this job? He goes, I don't have to work summers. He goes, this is amazing. This is the so, best. He goes, this is the best job ever. And I know I, it's it's Wilson, right? So you know, like his mannerisms and like his thought processes and yeah. things like that. But like, it's- I remember, the, it, I remember the point I was trying to make. Yeah. By the time you get to like year 15, you stop caring about, oh, summer's over. Yeah. Because by then, not only are you a little bit more mature, you're probably making a little bit more money. You probably have some level of stability that 
like younger teachers don't have. Yep. And also you're not an insufferable prick by the, or usually by then it's like, cause it's all the new teachers and it's like, Oh, summer's over. It's like, well, you just hate where you are because you're either yeah, still grinding you're your way up 24 or, years old and you want to go yeah, to the bar immature. every night. That's just still. it. Yeah. That's right? just you're like, Oh, I can't believe I can't go out and sit, sit at the beach every day and just drink yeah. high noons all the time. It's yeah. like, yeah, you have to go to fucking work. You got to get a yep. job. Just like everybody else. Yeah. Cause yeah, you don't, you don't see like teachers in their late thirties being like, Oh, can't believe I have to go back to school. Well, Actually, it's been that way. It's been that way for the last 16 years. You almost see the opposite because typically like teachers that are in their late thirties, like if they have kids, they're like, get these Send fucking the fuck kids back, back to school. <laughs> Let's go. It's time to go back to school. Send them fucking back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, again, it's like, so teachers who have been doing that a long time, they get the gist, they get the routine. They understand the deal. Like, listen, this is when summer fucking starts. This is what we realistically can do. This is what we realistically can afford. These are like the things that I would like to do in the summer. Right. Let's do them because come September, it's back to reality. But for younger teachers, and again, like the little bit of credit I will slide to younger teachers. One, they're not smart enough or mature enough yet to figure this part out. But like, yeah, again, so it's like they don't have tenure. Or they get jerked around at work, or because they're a young person on the, to on the totem pole, they get fucked over a little bit. Like, right? That shit. That shit is annoying. But at the same time, if you fuck it, if you just fucking grind it out, they're like you're fuck. Like if you're 28, like you are so fucking young in this game. Yeah. Like if you grind it out, when things actually matter, when you're actually making real money, and you actually are like have some stability then you can enjoy yourself yeah and then when you're young you can enjoy yourself because you can bounce back quick and you're fucking young like doesn't matter like just play the game at the right stage and it's actually really not that bad yeah that's a really interesting point and i i've seen this before like i've seen people post on social media about um you know the decades like the focus of the decades or whatever and it's like in your 20s it's too, I, I, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to make it all up kind of in a way, but it's out there. Some people might've seen it or heard it, uh, but it's like your twenties are all about like exploring and like having fun. And then your thirties are all about your career. And then your forties are about accumulating wealth. And then your fifties are about like finally achieving financial freedom. And then your sixties on, I forget what they all are, but it was like basically that breakdown and I was like, like when you read that, when you're 27, you're like, yeah, fuck that. I can do whatever I want. Like now, whatever. It's like, but now that you get a little bit older and you go back and you look and you're like, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Like your 20s. You also, know, you also know what my first immediate thought on that is? You can absolutely. And I know, okay, so I get it. It's a like teaching thing. Like, oh, right. like, look at, look, look at this. This is a neat little thing I put together. But I actually think you can move some of those around because if you if, if you can fucking just figure out how to focus on your career in your 20s, then yeah. in your 30s, you get to explore and have fun, but you get to do it in a way that you weren't able to do in your 20s. Right. So like right now, it's like so like for me, I went to Pebble Beach in June. 
there is a 0.00% chance that I could have done that. I don't know, maybe prior to this year, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I could have done it, but like. You could, you figure it out. Like, like I could have figured it out, but like to do it in in an intelligent way. Yeah, it's 33, but it's again, it's like, you know, since I've been 25, I've had, I've had the gym myself. So it's like, that's eight years of figuring it the fuck out. Right. And then it's like, you know, we're talking about our honeymoon next year and we're talking about Italy. Right. It's like, okay, well, if I got married at fucking 25, I would not be going to Italy when I was 25. Right. Right. (laughs) 0.00% chance of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or it would be on on budget, like sleeping in a fucking bus or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, that was totally worth it. But that's the <laughs> thing is like some because then I, I and the reason I don't like that is because if you're talking to a 22, 23 year old and you tell them something like, oh, well, in your 20s, you get to fuck off. And then in your 30s, you focus on your career. And then in your 40s, what was that? You start to accumulate wealth. Yeah. That, wealth accumulation. Yeah. Whereas if we take those same topics and you just do a little bit of each, right? you actually can do it in your 20s and your 30s and right. your 40s and your 50s. And you as you get older, the fun, not, well, the fun will shift. The, because yeah, the, it's like a pie chart, right? Like the, the pieces of the pie change shape. Well, I was even going to say like what the fun is, is what changes. Right. Because you may think going into Boston's fun, but then by the time, hopefully by the time you're like 27, yeah, you realize Boston's not fun. It's actually a pain in the ass in most things about it, unless you live there. If you live there, then it's great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, your rent bill sucks, but like- <laughs> Yeah, or your mortgage. But like going out that. in Boston, yeah, going out in Boston when you're like, if you live there, yeah, it's really not bad. Like- it yeah. wouldn't be like, that's the biggest thing. That's my biggest fucking hang up with Boston right now is fucking getting that, getting in and out. Yeah. yeah that's why I never go. I mean, and I know there's for some work other shitty time, things, but... but like I wouldn't go to places with covers and dress codes, yeah. or whatever the fuck, like fuck that. Like, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. No way. Especially but... now. Like we're in our thirties. You're going to tell me there's a dress code. Hey, fucking blow me. I didn't fucking give a shit about that stuff when I was 26 and never going. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go like once in every fucking four months, five once every four to six months and i'm like if there's a dress code i'm not going yeah <laughs> um yeah i couldn't not even once i couldn't even be bothered no fucking way but that's in but the, if you tell someone who's 22 23 it's like oh fuck off in your 20s it's like okay deal sign me up yeah. yeah and then it's like they turn 30 and now it's time to figure it out and it's like might be too late yeah so but then that's the thing is like you can have some fun in your 20s and then you know when you turn 30 then maybe your fun is more travel based Right. And then late thirties, you take a couple trips and maybe that's international based travel. Like it, like that, like that's how they, it all shifts and changes. And right. It's, or you it's might have different kids by your late thirties. And then which focus. case it's like you and the kids are doing things like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, you can like, look at me, for example, too, like through my twenties, I went, I just used to take trips all the time. Like I would go, I went, I, I went to San Diego, I went to Denver um, went to Houston or else Jacksonville, Charleston. We went to Savannah. Yeah. And especially well, so that was a your, little bit later. Your idea was I have the ability to take the spring break from the two jobs. Right. So I'm gonna go do a trip. Yeah. Because in um <clears throat> four days from when we record this, yeah, you're not gonna be able to do any of that shit. Right. Right. So right. 
get it in while you can. And it's like, it doesn't have to be a bummer that it's like, oh, I wish I, you know, I wish I could do that shit again. It's like, yeah, it's you like are I'm, never going, but yeah, I've but you know, you know what? You're no, yeah. And guess what? You're never going to Nashville by yourself. Actually, you're never taking a trip by yourself again. Yeah. yeah you no, did it a couple true. times because of where you were at your time. Right. But now you're never, whether it's, whether it's guys trip, whether it's guys golf trip, whether you Amy go, whether you Amy the kids go, like what kid, right. kids, yeah. <laughs> I get ahead of myself. Um, because we definitely know it's not twins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're at the point where we know it's not twins. Okay. So <laughs> to Amy's chagrin, she wanted, she was hoping for twins so we could get it done at two at once, two for I one will, deal. I I will say that's it brings on some headaches, but get it over with. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the thing is like when like you're never going to go on a trip by yourself again. So it's like right. a lot of people would be like, that's kind of weird. Like you flew all the way to San Diego by yourself. It's like, yeah. And actually, you know what? If you really think about it, it's actually pretty cool. And you did it. Yeah. And it's like um, me, I have no real motivation to take a trip like that by myself. I would take a golf trip by myself. But <laughs> <laughs> like if I really want to go to Pinehurst and I can't find anyone to go, I would consider booking that shit. Yeah. Myself. But <laughs> well, you know, I would always be down for Pinehurst as long as it's not within the well, next like two yeah, months. Right. Cause I'm, I'm not going, know. I'm not going anywhere in the next two months. Yeah. But again, remember there's going to be a time where you're not going to have the flexibility to do that right. shit. And that's right. fine. It is what it is. Like, um, But yeah, you can look back and say, I've done all that shit. And it's like, and the good part is it's like, it did it good, fun, no problem. Enjoyed it. Not doing it again. Right. Like, why the fuck would you ever go to, like, why would you go to Nashville by choice ever again? I wouldn't. The answer been is there I wouldn't. three times now, right? Three times. Cats uh, play there next year, I think. Yeah. For um, a cum- cumulative, probably like two weeks. Yeah. Cause I think we did. Three days, two days. Because the first, the yeah, first time that. I went, I went for a week. Two business weeks. Yeah. Um, I think the Pats play there next year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like that's the thing is, like, I'm not, I, I'm not going to Nashville. Yeah. Outside of an an an, an event, event, right? Like, I need to have a reason to go to Nashville. Yeah. I'm not just gonna be like, oh, you know what? I really want to go to Nashville. No. Because at one point I did. That was in 20. 16 2017 whenever it was i was like i want to go we went for the game in 18 so i think he went the year before yeah so that's why yeah Yeah. i went 2017 i was like yeah i really want to go to nashville so i did and then the following year i was like i really want to go to san diego so i did the year after that i was like i really want to go to charleston so i did (laughs) and then the year after that we went to savannah Savannah. and it was like cool like it's just one of those things where I and then scattered in there. I was in Chicago and Denver and like is it Jacksonville, Houston. So like I've been all over. Like I've seen a lot of different places. It's really cool. But like as it stands right now, do I have like desire? All right. I, I as I'm about to say that, do I have desire to go other places? Yes, obviously I do. Like I would really like to go to Arizona at some point. Um you know, I I actually enjoyed Texas as as weird as a city as Houston is. Um, there's way more to Texas than Houston and Austin, right? Like I've been to Austin was cool. We went for Bill's bachelor party. Austin was really cool. I would love to go back to Austin. Um, but like Texas is so fucking big. There's so much other shit there. Uh, we've been to obviously New Orleans. Um, yeah, <laughs> at this point, like 
am I ever going to pack up and be like, oh, I'm going to New Orleans? Like, no, unless I have a reason to go there. Oh, right? I am. Like, <laughs> I don't know when, but. <laughs> But, but that's you know, my but like, again, that's that's my spot. Right, right. Um so yeah, I mean it's one of those things. Like it's I've been around, I've seen some places. I would like to still go see some other places, but like if I never make it to fucking I don't know, I'm trying to think of somewhere that I kind of want to go. Like if I never make it to Oregon and never play band and dunes, like am I gonna think my life is a failure? No. Like it, it's fine. They need to build a fucking airport out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, I would, I would actually, it's funny too, because the things change as you get older, right? Because in my 20s, like all the places I went, San Diego, Charleston, Nashville, Denver, Chicago, all major cities, all like a lot of shit to do, like young, right? College areas hanging out. And like now you ask me where I want to go is like, I want to go to like Arizona, like wherever, like whether it's I'm not really Phoenix, but like whether it's like Flagstaff or like whatever, where all the old people are basically. Cause like, that's where the golf is. There's golf, there's good weather. And where else do I want to go? I would fucking love to go to Montana and Idaho. The Northern Idaho looks absolutely fucking beautiful. I've heard amazing things about it. I just want to go and like enjoy being away from people and being in like nature, right? Like those are the places I want to go now, right? Like they like said, the, the top three places that I haven't been yet that I really want to go would probably be Montana, Idaho, and Arizona, right? Like, yes, I would go if someone was like, hey, do you want to go to like, if you were like, hey, you want to go to Pinehurst? Yeah, fucking absolutely. I want to go to North Carolina. Yeah, we got to remember, though, Pinehurst is a golf trip. Like, that has right, a very right. specific Yeah, or if agenda. someone was like, hey, do you want to go to the Outer Banks, right? Let's do it. We'll do a vacation in the Outer Banks. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go to the Outer Banks. Like, but just because it's not on my top three places that I haven't been that I want to go doesn't mean I don't want to go there. But, like, it's those type of places now that I'm that I'm interested in is, like I said, like the the northern Arizona, the Montanas, and the Idaho's. My only, my only issue, like personality wise, is I just have like super bad ADD. Not like again, I don't have like ADD, like attention deficit disorder, but like when I, I need shit to do, and yeah. I am not a fucking like, I'm not hiking. Like, <laughs> don't don't drop me off in Montana and be like, we can go uh, hiking or we can go whitewater rafting or we could do any. I'm like I. I am not that those things are not for me. Yeah, that's fair. Now, what I can do now. So say say it's like, oh, well, we can do like a three mile hike or a five mile hike. Is that a lot? I don't know. Is it Um, a five mile hike a lot? It depends on the terrain, but a five mile hike is is middle of the ground, like not not the highest and not the flattest. Is five miles like five? Is that like a thing? Yeah. Would people call that a daily? Would that be an activity for the day? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If you said you want to go on a five mile hike through God knows what, no interest whatsoever. Do you want to walk the equivalent of five miles around a city where like either there's shit to look at or there's shit to go or like whatever? Yes. Sign me the fuck up. Because it's not like it's not the activity. It's. I always have like like I I'm always why and I've noticed this with other stuff too. 
I'm always wired to like complete the activity, right? Mm -hmm. But like, there is no completing a hike. Like, you can't rush the hike. It 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 takes as long as it takes. Right. It, it like so. Like, I would be on the hike, and I'd be like, "Okay, we're here. We made it. Let's get this fucking thing over with." <laughs> and it's like that is so fucking not the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, for like specifically for me, the idea of going to a tropical island in like say like five days on like Aruba or something, I'd be like, I would need to golf two or three like every other day because the idea of sitting yeah. on a beach and not doing anything makes my fucking skin crawl. Yeah, yeah. You just oh, like, need some the, sort the, of stimulation. Something needs right. to keep me busy. Yeah, like, that's it. Like, yeah, like I can go to the beach. And leave and come back and leave and go here and go there. Like, right. That's the problem with me, which would, which, I mean, again, I can golf anywhere. So it's like, if we're talking about a non golf trip, some places are going to be a tough destination for me. <laughs> and then it's even worse with the person I'm with. Cause like, if it's Michaela and I and she's like, hey, let's just hang at the beach, I'm like, okay. <laughs> And then I'd be like ready to go at 8 a.m. I'd be like, all right, like let's fucking go. like chewing on a piece of leather. No, like, like seriously, <laughs> I, I would probably wake up and then at 8 a.m. I'd be like, okay, let's go. It's like, well, what's the rush? Well, we're going to the beach. Let's go. Yeah. She's like, we're in no hurry. We are in a different country and it, we have nothing to do today. It's like, yeah, yeah, but we're going to the beach. So let's go. Like, what are we waiting yeah. for? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what, what are we doing? Like, you said we're going. Let's go. And then we're there and it's like, Hopefully, I fucking fall asleep. Because if not, then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go walk down there. Then I come back. What'd you find? Nothing. It's like a fucking puppy. Like, all right, I think I, I think I smell something over here. Yeah, I'm gonna go what'd, sniff this place. What, what'd you find? Nothing. <laughs> like, oh, I went down that way. Uh, I'll go in the water. Uh, I kind of got to piss. I'll go back in the water. Like, oh, I'll go dry off. And then once I dry off, it's guy. Like, oh, I'm dry. I guess I'll go back in the water again. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm starting to sweat. Oh, I'm, I'm hot. Uh, and then like doing back. that for four or five days in a row, that's that's going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a rough go. <laughs> Which is why, I mean, she and I think we were on the same page right away with Italy for the honeymoon. I'm like, that's actually going to be perfect because it's going to be like, go here, go there, go here, go there. I'd be like, the world's biggest fucking tourist. Cause what everyone says too with Rome is like, Rome's great to go once. Yeah. I'm like, okay, understood. I don't even need to say anymore. <laughs> but I'm like, I have to at least go and fucking be a tourist once. Yeah. And yeah, then I mean, after that, we go to the south there. and drive the fucking coast and yeah. Fucking whatever the fuck. And go to Tuscany and fucking drink the wine. Which we might do. We, we I think we're, we may do that. We got to talk to a fucking travel agent because it's like everything sounds like a great idea, but I don't know what the hell is actually risk, realistic or possible. Yeah. yeah. Do you have AAA? I do. I was going to kind of seek like, out someone who specializes in trips to Italy. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was going to say, I think AAA has free consulting for travel agents. Yeah, I also think with travel agents too, it's like provided you actually sign up through them, that's how they get paid. Kind of like financial advisors, like they just right. kind of like, right? Like you give them the money and they just figure out how to pay themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing with like a travel agent. Like, it's like this trip costs three grand. You give cool. me four grand and I'll make you know it what? All happen. <laughs> I would actually even say too, it's like 
Uh, the trip for this is 3,800 bucks. It's like, okay, cool. What do we owe you? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Say no more. Yep. Done. Yep. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, it'll be, I mean, it'll be fun. How are you guys going to do what? 10 days? I don't know. We still have to actually plan it. <laughs> we got a book. Oh, we did actually. Never mind. I was going to say, I was thinking out loud and then realized that I already did it. I was going to say, we got to book the, uh, the house for the wedding, but we already did that. We did that like last week. We're actually going down for, uh, for a full week. So I, like we, that seems to be what a ton of people are doing. Yeah. So we have it from Thursday. So like the day before the wedding until the following Friday. So I think we'll be down obviously Thursday night for whatever, you know, rehearsal party. thing, welcome party, whatever. Yeah. I think it, it, so the rehearsal, we won't find out info about until like way closer um, to the event. Cause it's like, it's one of those, like there's a rehearsal if the space is available and if it, the space is booked, then there is no rehearsal. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. So yeah, the, whatever, the welcome Thursday, Friday. And then I think, um, Amy's mom is probably going to bring the baby down like Saturday and then we'll have the rest of the week through Friday to just kind of like hang out. Yeah. That's a lot. Cause she obviously has a lot of family from elsewhere in the country. Right. right. So yeah, like I think her uncle was like, yeah, I might just stay a month because I haven't <laughs> been back there in a million years. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, you go. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'll just stay for a month. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, so again, he's he's from here. He hasn't lived here in probably fucking close to fifty years. Yeah, and he hasn't been back recently at all. Yeah, I might just stay a month. Why not? Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um. Ah, shit. You want to uh? You want to wrap this up? We I feel like that was a up. fast uh that was a fast hour. Um so I made some discretionary purchases relating to my golf game the other day. All right. So I like it. Anyone who does play might know what the hell I'm talking about. So I'll try to do this in layman's terms and in nerd terms. So I was looking for a 52 degree wedge because I have I had a weird gapping with with my shots so i'm like I, I i want 52 i go if i go 52 i'll need a 58 but like cross that bridge when we come to it so i'm like thinking about it and i'm like you know like it's it's kind of weird like i've never really been able to hit like full wedges like all that good like it just kind of like something just ain't right there so i like i was like looking around poking around not doing anything at work one day so I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to pull the trigger on a 52 and kind of like work on this. And I don't know what made me think of it, but Cleveland makes uh cavity back wedges. Yeah, the so, CBX. Yep, CBX. And then in my searching, I actually found one on Golf Galaxy and it was 100 bucks. They're normally like 150. It was an older model, but whatever, again. Like I don't yeah. again, it's like if this thing doesn't accomplish the gap I need, then I'm going to sell the fucking thing anyway. Yeah. So I get that. Um, it comes in. And again, I'm, I still got my 54 and 60. I can't have three. It can't be 52, 54, 60. It can't, it's got to be 54, 60 or 52, 58. Or is, it can only be two wedges because I don't have enough. I'm out of space in my deck. So 
I get the 52 and I'm thinking like this thing's going to be kind of clunky, but I mostly use it for full swings. So that's why I want it. Like it needs to go 100 yards. Like it has to. Like because the 54 doesn't quite go 100. Um, you know, next couple of ups, 115. If this doesn't go 100 yards, it's fucking useless to me. Like <laughs> it is, it serves no fucking purpose. So I'm like chipping around with it and I'm hitting it on the range. Everything's fine. Everything's good. And I'm like, this thing actually isn't as clunky as I thought. I'm like, this thing actually is pretty good. So um, that was a Thursday. Then Friday I went out and played and I stuck myself in between two foursomes because, or it was, a, I was behind a foursome and in front of a threesome in the kit. One of the dudes asked me, he goes, do you want to just play with us? I go, Listen, if it gets bad out there, I go, I'll fall back to you. I go, but I do have, like, I got, I got a new wedge and my tee shot sucks. So I'm just going to, like, I'm going to hit, like, a bunch of shots out there. And he's like, he goes, you sure? I'm like, yes. I go, I, I need to, like, do this. And I can't do that if I'm in a group. Right. Like, I can't play my normal ball. Or I can't hit two off the tee, play my normal ball. Because usually it's, like, the what I do is I designate a ball. That's my my ball. Like, I am playing that for score. Right. So I hit that first, then I hit the second, pick up the second, and then when I'm testing stuff, I go to wherever I need to go. So right. in this case, I was going to 100, and I was hitting the 54, I was hitting the 52, and I'm like, this is, like, after a few shots, I go, this is not even comparable. I go, the 52 goes where I need it to go. I get a much more consistent swing out of it. Like, this is this is kind of what I need. And th- so this is Friday morning. Um. So I'm like, I'm ready to make the switch. So I already had the clubs in my car. I drive to the superstore because I go, if I'm going to use the 52, I need a 58. So I drive to the superstore. Or actually, I guess I went home, walked Leo, drove to the superstore, traded in some old wedges, left with a new wedge, went home, ate some food maybe get back online, find another tea time, <laughs> go back out nine holes. So I like this is in this Friday, I drove to Sharon, drove home, drove to PJ superstore, drove home, drove back to Sharon. <laughs> and I got the 58. I didn't get to play all the shots I wanted to. Like I really, I like, cause I would, uh, there was just too many people. So I had to yeah. join up with, with people. Um, so I got the 58. Almost chip in on the second hole. <laughs> like, again, concern that, like, whatever. None of it matters. Um, so I've been playing with it. I played 18 Friday. eight, Or I guess I only played nine holes with the 58 on Friday. But with the CBs, played 18 Friday, 18 Saturday, 18 Sunday, nine this morning. And uh, I'm just, like, looking back on this idea in thinking how much of a fucking idiot I actually am. <laughs> and the reason being, uh, so when I went to my fitting, there were exactly two clubs when I did my iron fitting. There were exactly two clubs that I felt good about hitting. Titleist T300s and Strixon like ZX4s or something. But the Strixons, you can see from the top, like they are big in the back. Like, they are fucking ugly. And that's me hitting, and like that's hitting a seven iron. Yeah. So if they both feel pretty good and they both launch pretty good and they both pretty much do the same thing, I got a discount on Titleist and the Titleist look way better. So I'm going Titleist. Right. 
So I did kind of like, I was a little bummed like leaving because I'm like, you know, like I'm a good iron player. Why the fuck can I not hit these other irons? Like, why is it that I can only hit T300s? I'm like, this, I'm like, whatever. I go, because whatever, ultimately it's whatever works, but like, I'm like, why can't I hit something else? I don't know. I'm like, I don't get it. So I just order the T300s. I, like, who gives a fuck? Like, again, and they've, I had a similar model before, just older. It's like, you know, they got me this far. So who gives a shit? And then what I figured out was from a club fitting video. I think it was a podcast I listened to. I listened to Chasing Scratch and I think they did a video where they had a club fitting and I was listening to the guy and he told one of the guys, he goes, yeah, you can play like the thinner profile, the low, um, the low weighted T100s. Cause obviously those things look great in the bag. Like they look fucking sick. Right. But I, I just couldn't hit them. And I couldn't hit the 200s either. It was fucking comical. And he goes, oh, because of the way he goes, because you deliver the club in a certain way, he goes, you want this thinner profile, this thinner soul. And I'm like, oh, that's why I couldn't hit anything because I don't deliver the club that way. Right. I like I think if you have like a super into out path, then you can hit the thinner club. But I think you need something else. I think you, I think your low point matters as well. Um, or maybe it's swing direction. I don't really know. It doesn't matter. And, and I have the opposite move. That's why the wider soul, more forgiving perimeter weighted club, that's the one, the way to go. So, you know, when I got the new irons, some of the lofts were different. So I changed my lofts. So I got new wedges. And I bought, I, I, the, I fucked up ordering the first ones. So then I, I got new ones the second year. Again, this is fucking, this is just fucking madness. And <laughs> this is why I'm telling it just because it's like, um, it's fucking like a beautiful mind right now. And I'm like, I got the new ones this year and I was like, I'm still not hitting, like, I'm just not hitting these the way I fucking expect to. Like, I'm like, I'm not getting what I need out of them. Well, I'm playing a fucking, I'm effectively playing the antithesis of what I fucking need. Right. Because all, like all these wedges are kind of built the same and I know they're not, but I'm not a club fitter. So I can't tell you all the different minutia of whatever. Right. And I actually understand this shit. Imagine someone just walking into a fucking store. Good fucking luck. <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, well, let me get these cavity backs because of the way I deliver the club, not the way that you deliver the club, not the way that, you know, the three guys I played with yesterday deliver the club, me, just me, the right. way I deliver the club. Let me just try these because they're also closer to my actual irons. Right. I've been playing this game like again, like competitively again, like after high school, like competitively again for 10 years. And this is the shit I'm still going through. Like this is fucking insane. <laughs> so if anyone's listening and being like, what in the fuck is he talking about? I'm a crazy person. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm significantly less crazy than a lot of people. But I'm still yeah. out of my fucking mind. Like this shit is fucking nuts. Yeah, there's a lot. That, there's a lot that goes. All that's all that story just to demonstrate that I am a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Well, also just like the the so many different variations of the game, right? Like in the last episode, we were talking about the ball. Like the yeah. type of ball you use makes a huge difference in 
the way the club is designed, what kind of club and the wedges and the eye, right? Like, yeah, and every then it's little, like, like you said, perimeter weighted versus fucking the uh, bottom weighted, bottom weighted or center. That's weighted, the thing is you whatever, can have like, like the most forgiving. Oh, tailor made. This is the most forgiving club, but all the weights in the bottom. Right. And it's like I couldn't hit anything with weight in the bottom. Right. How the fuck is someone supposed to know that? Right. So hence why you should never buy anything off the fucking rack. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm just like, this is fucking insane. And then I was like thinking about it and I'm like, you know, I'm like the CBs like the, they're they're good. I mean, like. I don't have to worry about fucking anything with those. I just got to adjust a little bit. And then I was listening to a podcast today where they were talking about bounces and grinds on wedges and whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. I go, this it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. If you don't have tour level fitting, I don't know how the fuck you figure this shit out. Yeah. If you wanted to figure Very out your wild. grinds and bounces, you would have it like the t- like just with Vokey, just Vokey, you'd have to fly out to fucking Oceanside and get fit. And then they would figure it out for you. Yeah. You can't do that shit at Joan Lee's. <laughs> fucking craziness. Absolute lunatic. That's wild. This is the shit that fucking keeps me up at night. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're at the beach. What are we doing? All right. Do I have enough, go over there. Do I have enough fucking cavity in my fucking wedges? <laughs> I'm going to go stiff over there. Cho- What'd you find? Sh- Nothing. Should I be choking up this much on a driver? <laughs> uh, fucking lunacy. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. But I guess it, in case anyone's wondering, yes, the CDs are fucking nasty. <laughs> so, Srix on Cleveland. If you want to sponsor us, let me know. I'll take, um, I'll take some wedges. Yeah. Although, yeah, too. hey, Srixons, I hit those Srixons. If you want to send me them, I'll switch. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Send send, send me the send me the, send me the Srixons with a with a check and uh yeah, we can talk. Yeah. Yeah. If it's free, it's for me. I'll talk, I'll talk up your product. I would say I suck at putting anyway, so you can send me any Cleveland putter you want. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Um well, my final thought is um i guess it'll be relatively quick so i adventured yesterday i was at market basket um when i was food shopping and i was like i kind of want to do something different and i saw a couple videos on instagram lately of the of of like pinwheels right with um with whatever cut of beef i think i saw one of them someone did it with a prime rib i was like yeah i'm, I'm not going to pinwheel the prime, prime rib. rib yeah um, but I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. So I'm at market basket and I see it. So I get a, uh, pot roast, which is what is that? Chuck. Is that Chuck roast? Um, Chuck roast is usually, yeah, I guess. It, yeah. Just, say, I'm just going to say, yeah. Yeah. Or Chuck this, is getting, this, this is getting into the fucking minutiae. Yeah, whatever it is. There was a sticker on it that said pot roast. But it yeah. so like there was like an orange market basket sticker on it that said pot roast, but like the actual white tag said something. I think it said Chuck. So I, I'm just assuming that yeah, the Chuck roast is pretty the same good. thing. Like that the a Chuck I roast round. is a pot roast. Or yeah, technically, I, think, I guess a pot roast would be the method. I think of pot roast is a broad. I think yeah. pot roast is a broad term. And then there's different cuts that could fit it because I think if there's a shoulder involved at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that's got some fat in it, but also is fairly tough so that you cook it low and slow. Yeah. 
but like an eye round or a top round or a bottom round, anything round, none of those, there's no that's, fat. In it. Well, that's the ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you make roast beef out of. Like there's right. no fat in those right. things. So they are just fucking tough. And that is it. That's yeah. where it begins and ends. Yeah. Uh, so either way, I bought one and I fillet or butterfly, I guess, butterflied it technically, right? It's like you just keep cutting it around and like open it up basically. So like, what do you, whether you want to call that filleting it or butterflying it or a combination of the two, um, whatever, but you just, I cut it around, opened it up all the way and then pounded it down a little bit. So it was just a little bit thinner. And then I, um, threw down some provolone prosciutto and I threw some bacon in there too, just cause who doesn't love fucking bacon? So then I rolled it up. Um, I tied it up with butcher twine and I rubbed it with um, olive oil, salt, pepper, and garlic, right? And just threw it in a bag and let it sit overnight. So then I put it on the smoker yesterday and it came out fine, right? Like I'd probably give it a seven out of 10, like the flavor was good, but I need to go back and reassess methods and methodology. Um, I don't know if it was a combination of, I didn't tie the butcher twine tight enough. So it was like a tight enough roll, but I probed it with the meter probe right through the, like kind of at an angle so I could get all layers because it is, it's it's rolled, right? So I wanted to make sure I didn't just stick it like perpendicular straight into the middle. Like I wanted to get a, a relatively accurate uh, temperature read through the different layers and until the middle. Um, So I smoked it for, I forget, maybe close to like four hours-ish until the internal temperature hit 120. Um, and then I took it out of the smoker and I put it in the oven at 500 until the temperature hit 130. Uh, and then I pulled it at 130, let it sit, and then I cut it when the temperature got to 135, which is medium rare. Um, so my, my point here is I need to reassess my methodology. So I think the smoker potentially isn't the best way to do that. Um, because well, the, what was the, uh, what was the underlying issue? So like, the, what, why the, was it a seven out of 10? Not a, and so when you like, when you cut, like when I sliced it, right. And you get the pinwheel, Yeah, the inner part of the pinwheel was a nice medium rare, but the yeah. edge, the edges were well done. Okay. How, what temperature did you put it in the oven at? Uh, 120. No, no, no. Uh, oven temperature. Oh, 500. 500. I, I just wanted to like crust the outside right because yeah because it was in a 220 degree smoker so it's not like you know what i mean i wanted to just i wanted to make a crust on the outside i wonder 
But then, like I said, I wonder if it's because I didn't tie the butcher twine tight enough. No, because that right? just if that's there was just air could get it, in. That's just supposed to like make it even throughout the butcher twine. Yeah. Well, obviously it holds it together, but well, like yeah. sometimes you just see people just take like a normal roast and butcher twine it. That's just so it like cooks evenly. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I wonder if you had taken out of the smoker, let it sit for like, say you pulled it from the smoker at one twenty-five, let it sit for like, I mean, cover it and let it sit for like half hour and it probably gets to 135 which is what you wanted like that was good Mm -hmm. if you let it sit for like the half hour 40 minutes and then you throw it back in the oven it generally doesn't like kind of cook more on the inside but i don't know because it's rolled and shit like that i don't i've never i haven't really cooked much of like the roll type thing yeah i'm also kind of wondering too if if the if a crust is what's desired, right? If I, it might not be. I if I get it to one twenty five, like you said, and if I cut it, if I slice it at one thirty, and then just quickly like get a get a pan hot with like butter and garlic in it, and then just quickly sear both sides, so you get that on. That's where. Maybe the crust comes from versus like trying to do the whole outside. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it's it's one. one of those like I'm I'm because, gonna try it again and I'm gonna because I've done the prime rib, it, but I've done the prime rib that method. You know, because the smoke ring was thick as fuck, like it usually is on the Traeger. Like it would this the smoke ring was there, the flavor was there. That's what I mean. Like the flavor of all of it was great. But it how was long like, did you leave it? No, that doesn't work. I don't know, man. Yeah. I wish I had something for you. Because I was going to say, like, usually when that happens to a steak, it's because it was too cool. Like, the actual temperature of the steak was too cold. Uh Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you smoked it first. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like, I don't know if it's a, if doing the low and slow is a good idea, right? Do you just, like, put it in an oven at, you know, 450 until you get, 125 and yank it at 125 and call it a day and let it come up to to temp from there like i don't know i don't know if 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 the low and slow plus the the high heat finish is a effective way to do it i don't i don't know like i said i'm gonna try it again at some point um and i'm gonna do it different i think the way i might do it next is what i just said like cook it until it until it gets to like a 125 yank it then slice it and then just kind of like saute the sides once it's sliced i think that's going to be the the next way that i do it could be the move yeah i don't know i will uh certainly report back whenever i get around to doing it again Yeah, one of those things where it's like, you know, I wanted to try something different. And um like I said it tasted good. It was just that the outer ring was um was tough, right? It was it was well done. It was dry, you know, it was unfortunate, right? Because that's also where the the smoke flavor and the smoke ring is. So like you could get that smoke flavor, but like 
you're fucking chewing on it. You're like, all right, I got it. <laughs> but the middle part was great. So the middle, the middle was absolutely fucking delicious. So it was just one of those, like, it was just weird how it came out. So keep tinkering. Yep. Uh, so that, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to click subscribe up top. Uh, give us the thumbs up down over there and uh, tell everybody, you know, about the show, uh, spread the word. Uh, like I said, at the top of the show, don't forget about the weekly NFL pick them uh, six bucks a week, play however many weeks you want, or you can pay upfront 108 bucks for the whole season. Uh, if you are listening to the show again on Thursday or Friday, you know, before the NFL season, uh, and you're interested do it quick, right? If you want to get in for the whole year and do that 108 bucks right up front, um, or you just want to play the first week and see how it goes. That's fine too. Uh, but reach out to us, let us know. We'll get you all the information, uh, get you all set up and then we'll be good to go for week one in would be at least what, two days from whenever you guys are listening to this. Uh, so you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod or Twitter at uh, sarcasm underscore speaks the Facebook page, sarcasm speaks again, reach out to us. If you're, if you want, you know, the, uh, if you want to get into the pick them on any of those modalities, right. We'll get back to you with the info that you need. Uh, thank you to mybookie.com. Speaking of gambling, uh, use the promo code sarcasm pod. When you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks, with them over there. Uh, thank you to noonbrew.com. Not drinking it now because, again, it's the middle of the day here. Uh, but uh, Noon Brew makes a fantastic magnesium, you know, sleep tea, gets you ready, great night's sleep. Uh, use the promo code in the show notes below and you will get 10% off your order every single time you check out over there. Uh, and lastly, we have the Ice Pod. Uh, so go to theicepod.com. Uh, use that promo code uh, in the show notes and you will get $10 off and free shipping uh, when you buy an ice bath over there. Uh, so I think that's it. Until next time. Good night, everybody. Good night.